All right, welcome to Quarantine Spook Show. I'm Kyle Carezzi. This is the show where I do improvised horror stories. What I do is I pull uh, random titles from a jar, and then I make up the stories from there. been uh, facing recently that just seems like everything you know wherever you look around it seems like you're looking at a large wall of the same shit uh, for lack of a better phrase you know whether it's in the in the media or the arts or lived experiences I don't quite know what to make of it Maybe it's just part of getting older, I don't know. But I just wanted to articulate the mindset that I'm in going into this episode. Just to communicate the, uh, the effort I'll take to uh, try to break through those walls. Anyway, let's get started. Okay, this first story is called, These Lemons Are Impossible. be done. Ronnie kept trying to dig his thumbs into the lemon skin, trying to crack it open, and they just tossed it into the grass and said, oh yeah, it's just not going to happen. Fred picked it up and he says, oh, no, no, I got this. And then he also tried to tear open the lemon. Tried digging his thumbs into it, biting at it. And then he set it down, uh, still in his hand. His hand laying on the grass, tightly clutching that lemon. Phil just watched both uh, Ronnie and Fred and just said, I don't know why you're so into trying to break open this lemon. You know, there's putty in the tree over there. And then Ronnie said, yeah, well, that's true. But I mean, this is the one to break open, though, you know? You know, we're just trying to get some lemons and whatnot, but... This one's just impossible to crack open, you know? I mean, I think it was, you know... I mean, it wasn't my idea to open a lemonade stand, but... You know, now I'm into it. Now I'm into trying to crack open these uh, crack open these lemons. Phil sighed, and he was just like, Dude, you just, you know... You're only in this just because, you know, Fred read a book about banking and finance... Fred was just like, well, it's a, you know, it was a good book, you know. I picked it up, and I, expecting it to be about, you know, how to make money, you know. But it's just about how bank work, how banks works, how banks work, you know, and how finances and credit works. It was interesting, but there's like a two-page chapter about how to make your own money. 
And it just said, you know, open a lemonade stand. And I thought, alright, well, we can give that a go, you know. Way to meet, good way to meet the neighbors, you know, or uh, clientele, like the book said. And then Ronnie said, yeah, and then we can maybe, like, make our own little short movies and then charge people to see them in, like, a little theater that we make. And then Fred was just like, sure, that also sounds good, but, uh, we gotta crack open some of these lemons first. Phil sighed once again. And then he took some random lemon they had in their little basket and they just popped it open with his thumb it was harder than he expected it to be but he tried to make it look easy and then he was just like see it's fine it's you know it's not a big deal and then Ronnie said oh yeah and then he took the lemon from Fred and gestured it to Phil but can you crack open this lemon? Phil sighed again. He wasn't, he wasn't even crazy about opening a lemonade stand, you know? could either just get it at the store, or... He didn't mind making, like, a jug of lemonade with fresh lemons or anything, but... The whole prospect of having a lemonade stand, you know? Like, it's an old cartoon. Seemed, uh, preposterous for him. He didn't know what the word preposterous meant yet, but... When he would hear it, he'd be like, yes, that's the word for this situation. So reluctantly, he grabbed the lemon tried to crack it open with his thumbs and his hands. It was taking him a while. And then Fred said, oh, holy shit, Phil, are you breaking a sweat trying to crack open this lemon? And then Phil was like, no, no, I got this. Don't worry about it. And then Ronnie was just like, huh, yeah, not so easy, is it? Phil's just like, shut up, I got this. He still tried to pry it open. Not having any luck. He began to sit down in the grass. His palms were getting wet, so he uh, rubbed them on his jeans. And then the grass some more, and then back on his jeans, really trying to get them dry. He grabbed the lemon on his shirt. and this was the hardest he worked in his life. He was only 12 years old, you know, just like Ronnie and Fred. The hardest thing he had he could think about doing was uh, trying to complete a uh, six-page math homework packet in kindergarten. Still, he went at it, really trying to crack open this lemon. He started to grin a lot, too, as he did it, very loudly. In fact, some pedestrians that would walk by the lemon tree on the sidewalk in the park kind of just, like, looked over, a little bit concerned. And then Ronnie tried to, like, wave them off. Then Ronnie turned to, uh, Phil was just like, hey man, we you don't gotta worry about it. You know, we got all these lemons. We can literally use anything else to try to crack these open. It's not a big deal. 
the running, and then, uh, then Phil said, no, 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 I got this. I can totally do this. You guys, don't worry. We're gonna open this lemonade stand. It's gonna be great. And Fred said, oh, Phil, I didn't even know you wanted to open a lemonade stand, you know? You weren't crazy about the idea. And Phil was just like, you know what? Now I'm super into it, okay? And I'm gonna crack open this lemon and do that, alright? And then Ronnie said, well, we can always open the lemon, you know, at the house or something, you know? Maybe we can get my mom to help or something, or I'm sure she has, like, a can opener or, like, a knife we could use or something, some scissors to open it literally anything else besides our bare hands. And then Phil said, no, no, no. We can we can do this right here, right now. I got my bare hands. That's all I need. No one's ever needed any more to tear the skin off the ripe lemon, okay? We got this. And Fred said, well, you know, if you want to try to open 11, that's fine, but, you know, it is halfway through the afternoon, so I kind of want to get the stand, like, up and running and her lemonade going before, you know, we lose daylight. And then Ronnie was just like, yeah, that's a good idea. We should probably head over. We can bring the lemon if you want. And Phil said, no, 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 I'm doing it right here. Just don't worry about it. I got this. We're not going anywhere. Ronnie and Fred sat, getting a little bit bored, you know, watching Phil try with all of his might to open the lemon, to tear the skin off. Ronnie and Fred were looking at each other, watching the sky get darker and the, the light of the sky uh, turn into an orange hue. Eventually, the sun started to set. Ronnie and Fred tried to keep themselves entertained by having a light conversation about just chatting, whatever. But the day was already going out, so Fred just said, uh, dude, Phil, we gotta, we gotta get going. And then Ronnie said, yeah, my dad wants me back, like, you know, before it's, before dusk, you know. said, alright, well, that's just great. I'll be right here. I'll, I'll, follow, I'll follow you guys up. And Ronnie said, Phil, are you sure you don't want to come with us? And then Phil said, yeah, yeah, I got this. I got it. I can uh, crack this open easily. Don't worry about me. Ronnie and Fred looked at each other, and they were just like, okay, well, see you tomorrow, I guess. We'll meet up and use our lemons to, you know, make that lemonade stand, get that going. And then Phil said, huh, yeah, cool, cool. So Ronnie and Fred left. The sun started to set. Phil was just sitting there like a statue, trying with all of his might to open the lemon off the skin. He thought he was on the cusp of some crowning achievement for humanity. But really, he was no better than Sisyphus. But still, he kept at it, even as the moon was high above in the sky. It was full that night, and he had plenty of light to see uh, the moisture of his hand sweat onto the lemon. He didn't know quite what time of night it was, 
whether it was uh, precisely midnight on the dot, or at peak twilight, or when the moon was the highest in the sky that night. But he heard a little tear from the lemon. excitement so it didn't tear the juice or the uh the specific slices of the lemon he still wanted to make that lemonade but he was so excited he would eat that lemon right there but when he looked in uh at the pc tour on the inside of the lemon it looked a little bit different not like other lemons that he's seen Flashy, a little bit of hair on it, just some stray, uh, straggly hairs, like the kind you would find during puberty. He tore a little bit more of the skin off. It was becoming easier uh, since he already tore off that first bit. that lemon skin it still looked like flesh almost human but not quite he started to tear at it a little bit more and then when he tore off uh, another piece of skin something different lied underneath it wasn't the same same type of flesh a little bit more wrinkly. With a long strand of dense hair on it. And he tore the skin off, and he saw a very small eyeball with a luscious eyelash. And it was staring right at Phil as the eye shimmered in the moonlight. didn't know if this was real or not. He thought he was uh, experiencing some kind of frenzy, some sort of uh, lemon hallucination. Then the eye blinked at him. Then he dropped a lemon and scooted away really quickly. He started to breathe heavier, getting nervous now. Maybe this lemon was so hard to open because it wasn't a lemon. He had so many questions, but he was also filled with fear. But still, he wanted to see what this creature was. So he scooted back toward it, picked up the lemon. He started to tear off more of the skin. was still underneath the lemon skin. But then something else. If 
different type of flesh. Uh, something pink, uh, something uh, pink, and a little bit more chapped. Torak more lemon skin. It was, it was a lip. And beneath it were these dense teeth. Torak more of the lemon skin, and there was a little opening of a little mouth. Closely, it almost looked like it was smiling. And then in an instant, the mouth shot out a frog-like tongue and landed right on the Phil's eye. It was stuck there really hard, and it stung. started to feel a sucking motion on it. Really started to freak out. He screamed. He tried to throw the lemon away, but uh, the tip of the tongue was still stuck to his eyeball, sucking at it. He felt like he was dehydrating. He was losing more and more energy. He'd feel his skin become more calloused and coarse and wrinkly. This lemon creature was literally sucking life out of him. His cries and wails became weaker. And then he fell down and became silent. Ronnie and Fred showed up the next day at the tree. They were both worried about Phil, that he was going to be there the whole night. He wasn't at his house, so we went there to check on him. found uh, Phil lying face down on the grass by the tree underneath. Surrounded by all these lemons that came from the tree. The ones that were ripe at least. And then Ronnie said, Phil! Phil! down to shake Phil awake. He was getting really groggy and Phil got up reluctantly. And then Fred said, dude, have you been there all night? And Phil said, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, pick, yeah, I was here the whole night and I picked, uh, picked some more lemons so we can, um, so we can make that lemonade. Ronnie said, well, did you actually, uh, take care of that one lemon, though? Phil started to sit up a little bit, started to come to. His eyes looked a little bit different, a little bit more blank and hollow. And he gave a smile, and he said, yes, it was delicious. Fred was just like, alright, so you just ate the whole lemon then? And then Phil said, well, I didn't have anything else to do with it, you know? Fred said, okay, that's uh, cool. 
Well, we're gonna give, um, if you're feeling up to it, we can, uh, we're gonna give the lemonade stand thing another shot. And then Phil said, oh, that's, uh, great. It's, uh, splendid, actually. Because I got all these lemons and nothing else to do with them. So they gathered the lemons in uh, the empty baskets that uh, Ronnie and Fred brought. And they made their way down the hill out of the park and over to Fred's house. And Fred was just like, all right, so do uh, either of you uh, know how to make lemonade, like really good lemonade? I mean, we can look it up, but I just wanted to make sure if you guys got a good tactic about it. And, Fred, and uh, then Phil was like, oh, I, uh, I know how to make lemonade. I know how to make some really fucking good shit. And then Ronnie was just like, oh, geez, Phil, I didn't know you cursed. And Phil said, well, fucking shit, fuck, fuck shit, you know? After that uh, lemon experience, I feel, uh, Reborn anew and uh, all that jazz. So, how about you two set up the stand and leave the uh, lemon making to me? And then Ronnie was just like, Alright, I guess we'll uh, start on that. We can talk about like pricing and stuff. Maybe we can work on the sign. And then Phil said, Yes, I'll be in here. Making the lemonade. And Ronnie and Fred went outside. Uh, they got a, they already had the table set up. And they started to get some markers out and work it on the sign. Did like some pricing, you know. Just like a dollar for a cup of lemonade. Ronnie said, yeah, you know, uh, Phil's been pretty weird. And then Fred was just like, oh, is he? Is he weird, Ronnie? Phil's been acting weird, being obsessed by that one lemon, and then staying out at that park all night, and then being totally down for uh, making lemonade when he wasn't before. That's weird to you? I had no idea. And then Ronnie was just like, all right, goddamn shit, I'm just saying I'm concerned is all. Fred was like, yeah, well, you know, at least he's into lemonade, you know? That's kind of all I care about. I don't even like Phil that much, you know? I just want to get, like, this little business on the on the ground, you know? I want to learn some uh, keen lessons and business practices uh, that can bleed into my adulthood so I can uh, be a really cool, functional human being as an adult. And then Ronnie was just like, I just wanted to have fun and make some lemonade. Fred was like, yeah, yeah, that too, that too. I'm sure Phil's gonna have fun also, you know, even if he's being weird about it. So they were working on the sign and they uh, finished up uh, the stand outside, just outside of Fred's house. Ronnie was like, all right, I'm going to pop in and uh, get Phil. And Fred was like, all right, I'll see if I can bring any customers in, you know. Tell them to hurry up with the lemonade, too. And Ronnie was just like, yeah, sure, I guess. So Ronnie uh, went into the house, into the kitchen. And then he saw Phil uh, at the counter making the lemonade. heard Ronnie's footsteps and Phil just covered up what he was working on. He said, don't come in here yet. Ronnie stopped and looked around. He looked at a, a pyramid of lemons on the kitchen table, all soaked with juice underneath, but none of the skin on them was broken. He 
looked at the floor and saw all this hair around, like it was a barber shop. And then Ronnie was just like, how's the, uh, how's the, how's making the lemonade, man, dude? And Phil's just like, um, the, the first, first jug's ready. And Ronnie was just like, oh, seriously? Phil's like, yes, yes, by the, uh, on the table by the lemon pyramid. Go have at it. Go serve it to people. I'm gonna grab the jug. The lemonade smelled good, but he wasn't thirsty, so he didn't have a sip or anything. And he's like, alright, I'm gonna go, uh, Start serving this. Uh, me and Fred were talking about uh, charging a dollar for it. And then Phil's just like, no, you can't charge a dollar. You gotta do it for free. That way more people can have lemonade, you know? We wanna, we wanna give it to the masses. And then uh, Ronnie said, yeah, I, I guess, but the whole point of this was just like to try to sell lemonade, you know, like a fun little kid business thing, you know? Nothing really extravagant. It's a small neighborhood. We're not gonna really serve these to the masses, you know? But yeah, we're serving it for a buck just because that was the whole point of this, you know? And Phil's just like, ah, yeah, that's right. Of course. As long as people drink it and enjoy it, then I have no qualms here. Ronnie said, "Okay, well that's uh, that's cool, I guess. I'm uh, I'm gonna see you out there." And then Phil, Phil said, "Yeah, you will, for sure." So Ronnie came out with the first jug, and Fred was talking to his neighbor uh, by the table, and then uh, Fred was just like, "Oh yeah, here's the here's a lemonade right now." Fred said to Ronnie, like, oh, dude, sure, he gave a dollar, so uh, let's uh, give her a glass, yeah? And Ronnie was just like, yeah, sounds good. So he poured a glass with some ice in it, and then poured the lemonade in, and gave it to the neighbor. She's like, oh, thanks, I fucking love lemonade, you know? You know, you never really see kids make uh, lemonade stands anymore, you know? Everyone's just on TikTok now or whatever, you know? But you kids are cool, you're alright. Fred was just like, we all have TikToks, ma'am. And she was just like, uh-huh. Great. Well, thank you for lemonade. And then she had a sip and then walked off. And then Fred was just like, alright, first dollar. I'm a gonna frame this in my room and this is exciting you know always wanted to be like a business dude and then Ronnie was just like well yeah hope the lemonade's good too and then Fred was just like yeah well uh, you know what they say don't get high off your own supply and Ronnie was just like what the what are you talking about Fred and Fred was just like I saw it in a movie you know just let's not drink the lemonade until we finish selling it all they sat out there for not too long, but uh, Fred said, uh, so is uh, Phil gonna come out and uh, help us sell this stuff? And Ronnie was just like, I don't know. I think he's just really into making lemonade. That's actually another reason why I don't want to drink it. Like, honestly, like, I don't know what he's doing in there, you know? He's really obsessed with that lemonade. And Fred said, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be fine. It'll be cool. day trickled on, uh, some neighbors walking by, enjoying their Sunday. when I got some lemonade, they gave a dollar, and they almost finished the jug. And 
fact, one neighbor came over and he's like, oh yeah, I heard uh, the seminate from the bomb from uh, Cindy over there. And Fred was just like, oh yeah, it totally is. Yeah, I guess we're running a bit low. Uh, Ron, I can check on Phil to see what else he has. And then Ronnie was just like, okay. He headed inside Fred's house. A little bit nervous about uh, what Phil was up to. walked in, even though it was daylight on, uh, daylight outside, the curtains were shrouded, and the kitchen light was on, but it was flickering, and it seemed really dark in there. And again, Phil was in the same spot of the counter, where he was making the lemonade. There are a lot of bowls and glasses and stuff around there, um, but Ronnie didn't get a good view of it. The one thing he did see was Phil licking one of the lemons repeatedly, getting it really good and moist, and then trying to get that moisture into a jar, and then Ronnie didn't know what to say to that, and it was just like, so, uh, how's the lemonade? Phil jumped. He was like, what are you doing in here? And Ronnie said, we're out of lemonade. We need, we need more. And Phil said, don't come in here while I'm working on my process. The, we got, there are some lemonade jugs on the table. Go have at it. Serve all of it. Hurry. It'll go bad soon, so just go, go and take it. Ronnie looked over at the table. There are four more lemonade jugs next to the Pyramid of Lemons. But the lemon period was three times as larger. Then Ronnie just said, Phil, where the fuck did you get all these lemons? Phil said, uh, I thought, oh, I didn't know you cursed, uh, Ronnie. And then Ronnie was just like, yeah, I'm cursing because Fred's parents aren't here, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. So I'm asking you, where did you get all these goddamn lemons? And Phil just said, you know, um, <coughs> uh, excuse me, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> it's, uh, I found them. Fred was just like, found them where? And then I'm in a, excuse me, Ronnie said, found them where? And Phil said, uh, in the house. They were around. I scavenged them. So we got plenty of lemons going. It's not like they were reproduced here or anything. And then Ronnie said, uh, Phil, I think you should come help us uh, sell these lemons outside. And then Phil said, Ah, oh, no, we don't gotta... I, I got a lot more lemonade to make. Look, look, look at all these lemons, you know? They gotta be moist, they gotta be squeezed. And then Ronnie said, uh, Phil, when you make lemonade, you use the lemons. And then when you make the lemonade, you have less of it. I don't know how you have more lemons by making lemonade. But I really think you should come with us outside. And Phil said, uh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll meet you out there. Yeah, that's, we can do that. And Ronnie said, okay. There's something off about Phil. He said a similar phrase when we left him at the tree, but the tone was different. There was something emptier about it.
then Ronnie said, can you at least help me carry these jugs outside? And Phil said, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So they grabbed two jugs each. Brought them all outside. And then Fred said, whoa, that's a lot of lemonade, you know? That's good, because these are a really big hit, you know? Our, bit, our industry's really uh, booming. And then Ronnie was like, industry? What are you talking about? And then Fred was just like, well, just look. Ronnie looked on and saw, like, at least several dozen people uh, kind of bunched up by the table. They were in, weren't in too close proximity. Um, but they all stood there, kind of spread out, but all staring at the table. And the one person would walk up at a time and get served lemonade. And then uh, the first neighbor that uh, came in for the day walked up. Goddamn, love this lemonade. God, I'm so thirsty. I really need it. And she's like, How much for the whole jug? And then, uh, Fred was just like, Uh, I don't know, uh, $100? And she was just like, Yes, yes. And then dropped $100 on it on the table. started chugging it right there. Ronnie just watched the whole thing. Fred did too. Almost in all. And then she set the empty jug down and she's like, oh god damn, I'm still so, so thirsty. Ronnie took a good look at her. Her skin was coarse and dehydrated. She looked 20 years older. Her lips and tongue were dry. She's like, I need more. I need more, please. And then uh, Fred was just like, yeah, okay. Um, $200 a jug. She dropped 400s on the table two jugs and then just started to chug both of them at the same time a lot of it spilling onto her skin and then she rubbed it all over herself and she giggled in delight and she said ooh yes ooh yes and then she fell to the ground and just started rubbing all the excess lemonade on herself I'm so thirsty, it feels so good. And then the next neighbor came up. And he was just like, I, I would like a glass of lemonade, please. I'm very, very thirsty. Ronnie was disturbed by the way the neighbors and customers acted with the lemonade. It wasn't just that they were that they became manic once they drank it, and that their bodies looked like they were physically deteriorating. But they're all waiting very patiently for this manic deteriorating experience. That's what disturbed him. Fred was excited. He was just like counting his money. And he was like, dude, we need more drugs. This is fucking awesome. And Ronnie looked around. And he said, Fred, where's Phil? This, well, he's making more lemonade, you know? Look at this crowd, you know? We might have to, like, hire a staff. And 
third time. He didn't announce himself. He just went to the kitchen and saw Phil working his concoctions. He had 20 jugs of lemonade already set up on the tables and chairs in the kitchen. And the room was full with lemons and hair. Phil looked actually a bit overworked. He still had that calm and stoic, empty demeanor, but he was definitely hustling. Ronnie didn't know what to say, but he just exclaimed, like, Phil, where did all these goddamn lemons come from? There's like five times more lemons in here. Saw lemons uh, start to roll out of the hallway and lead into the other rooms. The other rooms might as well have been lemon storage facilities. And then Phil said, It's not my fault that sugar helps my species reproduce. And Ronnie said, Oh, Jesus Christ. around and started to make more sense. He stepped back outside again and looked at the crowd, which was bigger now. It's like people who didn't even try the lemonade were magnetically drawn to it. started to look around at the people and uh, their skin started to resemble uh, more of a lemon composition and texture. And then Ronnie went back inside and he said, are you even Phil? Phil looked back at him and stared at him. Phil didn't say anything, but Ronnie knew from the look in his eyes that that was not Phil. He didn't know what happened that night, the night when Phil uh, stayed underneath the lemon tree. But he knew that the Phil he knew was gone. stuck with this uh, husk of a human being. Being operated as a disguise. For whatever these creatures were that filled Fred's house and for whatever creatures that his neighbors were becoming. Fred walked into the kitchen. He was like, Ronnie, what's going on, man? Dude, what are you doing? And Ronnie was just like, what am I doing? Do you see this shit? Look at this. Fred looked around and watched his home be transposed into a alien lemon base center. Yeah, and Phil's making lemonade. And Ronnie said, dude, that's not Phil. Phil gave that hollow smile. Already Phil's skin was withering, becoming more lemon-like, more grotesque, more wrinkled. 
said, yeah, the, the, it's almost ready. The next batch is almost ready. And then Fred was like, see, what's the problem? And then Ronnie was like, dude, it's not Phil. Do you even see what's happening? To your house, to your neighbors, to our friend? And then Fred was just like, dude, but listen... My parents aren't home, so we can get away with this. And then Fred, Fred took out a bunch of cash. He was like, this is thousands of dollars that we made in one afternoon. Think about how much we could make if we went global with this shit. And then Ronnie said, oh Jesus fucking Christ. you see what this lemonade's doing to people? It's putting our whole fucking species in jeopardy. And then Fred shrugged, and he's just like, I don't know, man. Like, what else is new, really? Ronnie was just like, well, I gotta get out of here. Ronnie just, like, left the house. Fred was like, Ronnie, wait, come on. And then the creature that called himself Phil said to Fred, you know, he can stop this thing if he tried hard enough. And then Fred was just like, oh, what do you want me to do about it, man? And Phil was just like, give him the lemonade, and then we'll do the rest. Fred didn't know what uh, Phil meant by we. But Fred said, I don't know. I mean, I just saw in a movie once that you shouldn't get high on your own supply. And then Phil said, it's not his supply anymore. Give him a sample. Phil stepped out of his house, thinking on what to do next. Then he saw Ronnie run around the crowd. The patient, waiting crowd. And he just started to run around it, shaking people, just being all like, wake up, don't drink the lemonade, don't do it. But they just kind of Shrugged, shrugged him off, uh, very dismissive, in a zombie fashion. So Fred went to the table and still watched Ronnie try as he might to convince everyone individually to not drink the lemonade. But Fred just watched them fail in a very futile manner. So Fred was pouring a glass for another customer. Ronnie, not knowing what else to do, went and charged to the table and then flipped it over. Ronnie still kept screaming. Phil popped out of the uh, Fred's house. And he just shouted, Don't let him get away, he'll ruin everything. And then all the neighbors went to a different mood. Their eyes hollowed out more, became more zombie-like, way more than they were before. And then they all started to walk toward Ronnie.
Fred just watched, holding one more glass of lemonade, watching this horde of people, his neighbors. Some were friends of his parents. Some of them he saw on holidays. He watched them swarm this kid, Ronnie. The kid that he, that was once his friend. Even, the even if the neighbors walked slow, they were still surrounding Ronnie, had nowhere else to go. He tried to push and shove out of the crowd, but they all held him back. Closer and closer they swarmed around him. And eventually Fred didn't have a view of Ronnie anymore. He just kept hearing him scream, and then the screaming stopped. Fred didn't know what to do from here. He was happy with the money he made. But was sad about losing his friend Ronnie. And also Phil. But he felt as far as his business was concerned, he felt like he had nowhere to go but up. If Phil chose to remain to work by his side, the devastating loss of his friends. He felt like he had nothing to lose. So still holding that glass of lemonade. He had one light sip. And he said to himself, ah, oh, that's really good. But I'm still really thirsty. Well, that was Quarantine Spook Show. I'm Kyle Carezzi. And good night.